Bem-vindos ao podcast Trilingue, um podcast que falamos inglês, português e várias bostas. Eu sou o Fábio, eu morei nos Estados Unidos por 4 anos. E eu sou a Gabi, eu morei na Austrália por 4 anos. Esse é um podcast com uma pegada um pouco diferente. Nós vamos falar sobre coisas corriqueiras, só que em inglês. Olá, Trilinguers! Estamos de novo para mais um episódio aqui com a Gabi. Como sempre. E uma convidada especial dos, de rolês das antigas, da época de Ascov com... no Porks, Ascov Flavor. Uma pessoa que eu não sei porque eu nunca conversei em inglês antes, mas é a Nicole. Oi, gente. Tudo bem? Obrigada. Olha que tem um dos traços mais invejáveis que um brasileiro gostaria de ter, que é o passaporte americano. <risos> um dos traços. de... <risos> Mais invejada de todos os brasileiros que agora está indo e vindo dos Estados Unidos também, né? Pois é, restrições da pandemia não existem. Não existem. Para quem tem passaporte. Para quem tem passaporte. Boa parte da pandemia lá nos Estados Unidos, né? É. Acho que deu mais da metade agora. Muito bom. Incredible. I'd like to ask you, when did you go to the U.S. last year and how was living the pandemic in, in that country? I went uh, to the U.S. in the beginning of September. It was supposed to be a trip for like one month, two months, max. And then I was supposed to come back in November, but I started liking it and, you know, I ended up staying. Yeah. Where did and you I go? Back, I came back in May. Got I it. stayed in Gainesville. It's like uh, one hour and a half from Orlando. Yeah. How It's was it? Where the University Florida. of Florida is. Close to the University of Florida? Yeah, where the University of Florida. That's where your sister go to school, right? Yes. I'm very curious because I didn't know you before now. <laughs> So I'm curious, yeah. how did you get your passport? What's your background? How did you get to, you know, choose to go to the U.S. and devote <laughs> the pandemic there? Yeah. So I was actually born in Orlando because my parents used to live there. They used to live um, in Orlando and my dad used to work there and everything. So he had a working permit. So that's how it happens. People sometimes ask me if they were like traveling because it's Orlando you know so yeah it's pretty cool just worked there <laughs> that is really cool that's pretty cool and you have a double yeah. citizenship right yeah that was a, a good like lucky thing for sure I got to have both passports and, and in, in the U.S. as well right because other countries they they don't accept you like if you're born there they don't care unless you nah. have a parent if it's only bloodlines yeah. passport so uh -huh. you're really lucky because um the us and brazil i think are a few countries in the world that accepts you if you're born without That's pretty dope any parent did you enjoy having an american passport a lot did you go to the us a lot when when growing up yeah when i was little we would always like uh have vacations in the u.s so every july we would go there but to me it never made a difference until now because i would just go like my parents or my sister because she doesn't have a passport so yeah. to me there was nothing really different just this time that i went and then i didn't have to do the quarantine to get in the united states because now you have to do a two weeks quarantine because of covid yeah. mm -hmm. and then I can work, so I don't 
need a green card or anything like that and all those restrictions i can vote which is pretty nice that's cool yeah so, really cool yeah how about moving there when the pandemic was rolling how was it over there was it like intense people wearing masks so, you know no when i went there in september it was already more mild it wasn't like crazy lockdown or anything that was in march when the pandemic started they they did a like two months lockdown and then they started reopening yeah so from september into december it was kind of like you you could feel you you were in a pandemic because everything had a restriction mass you know after i think maybe February or March, when the vaccine started, um, everybody started being vaccinated and everything, then things started to change and the restaurants started opening and everything. There's a bee. No, don't kill I the bee. I didn't step on it. I'm never going to kill the bee. Oh my God. I'm just getting. So sorry, because it just climbed. No, it doesn't. It's fine. You know, <laughs> one thing I never could be. I feel really bad about killing animals nowadays, like any animal or insect or anything. Now, what I do when usually I'm working out in my house and some insects drop on the pool, I rescue the insects. I oh, really I do that too. Sorry. You're going to live now, buddy. Thanks to, boy. to you, the <laughs> yeah, I mean, powerful human being. Yeah, who built the pool for him to die to and die. then saved the poor insect. Yeah, it's a really good feeling. Like, like life. I mean, bugs. Anyways, tell us. You were telling us about the restaurants and how they were. Were they open then during the the period with masks and everything from September to December? Yeah, yeah, they were open. Even the clubs, actually. Okay, the United States had. Clubs? It was very different from Brazil in some ways because the clubs were open from, I think they they were open in August, even though the pandemic was going on, like the way they, I don't know, they deal, dealt with it. It was very different from Brazil because you could test if you have COVID for free in any drugstore like CVS, Walgreens. Wow. So, yeah. And then if you were somebody from the government, like the health department of the government would call you and be like okay you have to quarantine and do this and that so yeah it was it was pretty different from brazil because i know people in brazil try like avoid getting tested because it's so expensive it yeah. is it is quite expensive yeah. to be tested without That's like true. insurance yeah it's mm -hmm. yeah i had to pay like 120 reais to get tested i got tested only once That's not even that much 120 in the I mean, it's pretty bad but, but if was you it get PCR? The, no if you get the blood the test one. then it's more expensive for sure okay. but the quick test yeah. that we're talking about the one from the uh, pharmacies here is 120 dollars but okay that's a fine price for us to pay but yeah you know some people that have like a nothing minimum wage they yeah. can't really pay for for that and they would just rather not do it yeah. i have a very close example like um Thais who cleans here yeah. in my house she, her kid was sick with COVID and she didn't know because she didn't get her kid tested yeah until the school was like she can't go back to school like she needs to get a test mm -hmm. and then she got tested for free because the school mm -hmm. told her to and then they found out she had COVID damn girl 
and meanwhile like she was coming here and all that so kind of it's risky when you yeah. have the test not free and i remember marilia as well she didn't get tested do you remember that time she mm -hmm. was really bad she had a really hard and, time getting tested yeah and then she, she had no to insurance. actually really? yeah she, when she actually got covid then she got tested for free and then she got mm -hmm. the test but the other time she didn't get the test right she yeah. was really sick but she didn't get the test clubs open how did that work yeah yeah the clubs were open and people were going but it wasn't like for anything i started getting really full in the end of the semester so april may but they were open you could go like bar clubs you had to wear a mask on the line to get in but you didn't need to to wear a mask inside the club so that's crazy you know. we'll figure it is. It was very, very crazy. I heard that crazy. people could choose whether or not they would wear masks. Like no, no. There, there are some places that are are required. Like restaurants are were totally required. Just clubs and bars, some of them, but most of them, for sure, you could you had to wear. And you're in in Florida, right? So yeah, in Florida, one of the most liberal states as well. Mm -hmm. If you think, yeah. Of the masks and restrictions yeah. and all that. Yeah. Because I went to... Hmm? Yeah, go ahead. I went to Arkansas in September. I went to a few places. I went to Arkansas, Colorado, Wyoming, um, North Dakota, and Arizona. And like, yeah, yeah. I went like September and October because we were doing like a trip with my host family. And most places you had to wear a mask, like um places that were very touristic like uh, the yellowstone park and the grand canyon but in arkansas specifically it was crazy like nobody would wear a mask not even in in the supermarkets wow no but they were they, yeah they are a very like republican red state mm -hmm. so it's crazy how politics can make you dumb like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> for sure. Why? Yeah. Like, it, it blows my mind every time I think about some of the things we hear, or even the COVID neg negation negationists. <laughs> negationists. Yeah, I know. I would wear a mask, and people would judge me because I was wearing a mask. Like, yeah. but that was in Harrison, Arkansas. Like, imagine a super small city town. It wasn't even a city in the middle of Arkansas. Yeah. Super conservative. Yeah. Mm -hmm. All the redneck Americans. They probably heard your exactly. accent and they were like, oh, you're not from here. What the fuck are you doing here? Yeah. <laughs> that like being an American, an American Brazilian person. Like, did you ever experience, you know, some sort of prejudice when you were in the US? Okay. I, I'm, I feel like I'm very naive with some things like uh, mean jokes. I don't really get it because uh, I've been working in the U.S. and then my manager, she's kind of mean towards everybody, not just me. But uh, my my friends, they were like, "Oh my gosh, Amber said this and that to you," and I was like, "I didn't even like care, you know. I didn't even understand. It was a mean thing." So maybe they have, but I've never really yeah. noticed anything. Yeah, I've never felt any kind of uh, prejudice. Especially because Brazil, they really, really like. Yeah. In the US. Yeah. Yeah, I've never experienced. If they know what Brazil is, the don't know. Yeah. You know. Yeah. 
How about the change of governments? Was that a, like a big yeah. impact going from Trump to Biden? I think it was more symbolic because on the practical level, I didn't feel anything that different. Maybe if, uh, for like immigration purposes, the visa thing, because before students couldn't get in the US, they, they oh. had to quarantine. And now they, if you have a F1, the, the student visa, you can go without, a, without doing quarantine. So I think some things like that, it made a difference, but I think it was way more similar. Like, I don't know, I felt like this relief, you know, when- Yeah, yeah. When I heard that Biden. people are going there to vaccinate as well. Like a lot of people are going to the US with a tourist visa just to get a vaccine. Because I had friends from Mexico flying in to Florida to get a vaccine. Yeah, there are a bunch of yeah. friends quarantining in Mexico just to go Doing there. that. But did you get your vaccine there? Which one did you yeah, get? Yeah, I got both my vaccines. I got Pfizer. Hello. I'm the Pfizer. Nice. Nice. Oh, oh, I envy you so much right now. I want, I want Pfizer too. <laughs> I think that's the best one. It's a great I vaccine. I read a thing today really on Instagram. Don't know if it's true, but I just read it on Instagram that the um, AstraZeneca vaccine kicks your ass. Yeah, it kicks your ass because they they are putting like a like a monkey's disease inside of you to I don't like know how they're making learn it. how to. No, but, but be careful with the fake news because it might be a fake news because yeah. the Pfizer. If mm -hmm. you if you didn't have COVID before, because I did, I did have COVID back in October. Oh, yeah. uh, I didn't feel anything when I got my shots, but my friend he didn't have COVID. He was with the worst fever. He was like shaking, sweating for one day, and then after that, it was good. But he took yes. the Pfizer vaccine too. How was the How was having COVID then? Yeah. Did you feel that when you had COVID, or were you okay? no it was it was weird because I I just felt so so tired and then after a few days I lost my taste and smell it came back after five days one week something like that but it was just like uh, I didn't have the already nose anything like that I just felt so tired so so tired that's great because a lot of people don't get this their smell or taste for a while after that yeah how about yeah. partying in Florida? Because I've lived in Utah and what do you hear from the party states are usually Arizona and Florida, at least for college stuff. That's why they throw down like pretty hard and don't give a uh, fuck at all. How was it over there? Did you go to a lot of college parties? <laughs> Exposing yourself a little bit here? Uh, uh, COVID, UF was very strict. It, they were very, very strict with like parties. The fraternities and sororities couldn't do any type of event. So all the frat parties were canceled, everything like that. And in you in the US, the University of, of Florida, there is something called tailgate season. It's when the um, football season is on. So you go like uh, on a day that we have a game, the, the US team plays, we go to like every frat, we go walking from frat to frat and they do like huge parties in the frat and in the street and everything and you go drinking, but it was all canceled. So I didn't experience this, this part of the, the um, college life. 
just a few parties were, were going on in May, in the very end of the semester, but just because everybody was vaccinated. Got it. So most, most of all, you traveled a lot during that time. Mm, yeah, I traveled like September, October with my host family. And then I came back to Gainesville. And then I started and that since then I, I stayed more at, around Florida. So I went to Orlando, Miami a little, but didn't, yeah, didn't travel more than that. Enjoyed life a little bit. How about working? What yeah. were you doing? I was working at a restaurant as a server. Nice. Lots of tips. Depends. I guess. <laughs> it depends sure. on the restaurant. I had a lot yeah. of working in very fancy restaurants. Yeah, because they, like they get tips a fat lot. Fat tips. Mad tips. Fat tips, I know. Yeah, 20%. I, I worked at Olive Garden. So, yeah, it was, it was good. What I do you in the US right now? Are you, do you have a job still? Because you're here only for two weeks, right? Three weeks, and then you're going to go back. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of extending my trip every, every week. I change, you know, and I stay one more week than I should. It was supposed to be two weeks. Now it's been three. It might be four. I don't know. But um, there you are not, you, there's a difference in uh, being, um, I forgot the word. It's employed and other, you, you are on an hourly salary. Mm -hmm. or like a monthly salary mm -hmm. so mine is an hourly so I'm not like I don't even know how to explain this it's so complicated <laughs> so like a contract if, <laughs> you're not a contracted like you're not you're yeah. like a third party kind of situation I think I get it I, I work yeah, like, as well something like that in Australia so you don't really have a contract unless they give you a contract but you can work hourly as they go and they have the need for you so they will call you kind of like that right yeah exactly like I can do my schedule so I can call my manager and say like I want to do one time a week just half half period or I want to do five days a week something like that. And if I want to travel, I can request a time off. I don't get paid, of course, because it's not vacation like a regular job, but I can stay as much as I want. So if I want to do a one year time off, I can do or just be like, okay, I don't, I have no clue when I might go back to, to my job to the US. So just, they would just like put me in the system as time off. Great. Who did you stay usually over there? Did you were your friends usually American or were they like from all over the place? No, UF has a pretty good international community. That's yeah. something I, I really like about Florida in general. So there was people from all over the place, but my closest group of friends were we were Brazilians and some like Hispanic countries like Ecuador, Peru, Venezuela, Colombia. But um, I have a few American friends from my job, but you can see like a, a very distance situation. Mm -hmm. uh, Americans and Hispanic cultures, including Brazil. And Everyone's quite different. So what language do you speak with your closest friends? Because you said you have a group of friends that is 
um, Brazilian, but in, as part of the same group, you also have Hispanic people. So do you speak Portuguese, Spanish, or English? No, I speak Portuguese with, with my Brazilian friends and I speak English with the Hispanic, my Hispanic friends. Because even though we think we speak like, oh, a great Spanish or, oh, I understand everything. Like, I saw that my Spanish is not that good. I still have to, to practice. And it's easier to communicate in English if they know, if they have a good English. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I usually did that too. I've never talked like Spanish or I did some kind of, you did? I had like a Peruvian friend who I just noticed I've never talked like in Portuguese or Spanish to him, never. I think it's different. It was a little bit different for me because all of my friends were from different parts of the world. I did not have any uh, Brazilian friends. So we were always talking in English. And then there were a group of uh, two Spanish girls, two Mexican girls and two French girls. And we would all speak in English slash Spanish. And, you know, I would try to communicate. I think my Spanish was, because I did some Spanish classes. So I wasn't mm -hmm. totally coming from zero, but you know, blank. Yeah, it wasn't like, oh yeah, I'm gonna pretend to speak Spanish with you right now. <laughs> I, yeah, I barely noticed. I've never done it, but it was fun because people are different. People from different cultures are so different. Yeah, and usually having Brazilian friends outside yeah. is pretty cool. Yeah, because yeah. you find people yeah. who have a similar vibe. I don't know. How do you feel about having Brazilian friends in the U.S.? Do you enjoy it? Because that was something that was really good for me, not having any Brazilian friends back in Australia. Mm -hmm. No, I love it. Like, for sure, if you if your focus is learning English, it will slow down your process because you'll be constantly speaking Portuguese. But to me, it was just the best thing ever. I felt so much like home because it's so different. Even the Hispanic cultures, there is still a difference you know they they don't understand like what type of music i listen to and like oh i don't know just how it is to be from brazil and with my friends we we're just so close we even though we have friends from different places i don't know i just really like having their their yeah their friendship but we cook together we do a lot of barbecues we i don't know it's fun the music is a big thing like yeah. having the same music is so nice i can't understand that yeah having a different different vibes on music was the hardest part i, I love my american friends but like it's not the same thing and yeah it's not and sometimes some i don't know like i feel like americans they do a lot of drama for for some things that for us we're That's just like what the hell so we nah. yeah we understand each other better yeah, yeah, for sure. I totally agree with you. And I think we told her. I love my American friends. I, I do. <laughs> I live with her. Oh, yes, is my roommate. If you're listening no, to no, her, I love loves you. <laughs> have, no, have friends from all over. Uh, I'm just saying, like, don't be prejudiced with Brazilians either. Like, oh, I won't be friends with Brazilians because they, they are Brazilians, you know? Yeah, yeah. Okay, low key, uh, some of my friends that. Um, have their parents in the U.S. They are from Orlando. Some Brazilians that that go to U.S. They have their parents in Orlando, so they went to high school there. And they tell me that they don't like the Brazilians that live in Orlando. Not all of them, of course, but some of them are like weird, you know. Mm -hmm. So 
Why? Like what's up? I don't really know. Yeah, I don't know. They they just say they have a different vibe, like a weird vibe. I don't know. Yeah. Mm. I, yeah, I always ask. Yeah, whenever you go to high school on another place, like I had a, a Brazilian friend that was in my fraternity, but he was like not Brazilian at all. He spoke a lot of Portuguese with a little bit of accent. Well, he was pretty much American. He was just like the other kids. I think it's the, the formation here, right? Like when you get a, when you, you're getting through your teenage years in another country, living through different experiences, yeah. like we had the most insane college for us. Like if you, if you think about it, college in Brazil is one of the craziest moments. And that is like, not even college, right? College is university in English. Yeah. Like, uh, what's the name? High school. High school. High school in Brazil is pretty crazy. Uh, I don't know how, how it was for you, for you, but for me, I know that teachers would, you know, hit on girls and on the students. And then you'd always be, you know, giving, passing on your exams and exchanging exams. And everybody was like cheating together and the whole class would go out and we would go to Posto de Monta and come back drunk mm, and all that. Fun. And, you know, I don't know if that's the same in, in the US and we hear a lot about it in the movies, how there's a lot of, you know, bullying and there's the cheerleader and the football player. I mean, we all have shit. that image from like high American know. high school is like <laughs> everyone bullies each other and they like yeah. whoever plays football is good. And exactly. And then and then I leave it leaves us with that imagination. Like that those were the for, forming years of that person, and that probably leaves a big mark on their personality forever. And that's probably why you yeah. say he was Brazilian, but he wasn't really Brazilian. The culture was yeah, for sure. But yeah, I, I was an exchange student. I did high school for a year in back in Arkansas. That's why I have a whole family there. How was like how was high school in the US? Because I have no idea. Yeah, it was okay. I, I had a lot of she didn't get bullied. <laughs> no, I I wasn't, not at all. No, no, no. No, but I, I feel like it's, it's kind of in the like in the movies, I won't lie. It's very like Ah, the popular people, the weird people, the, you know, like it's very divided. The, the US is very divided. Divide you. Yeah, and they're so competitive. Everything is about winning whatever they have in high school. Because in high school, you have like so many like things that you can win, like the prom queen, the homecoming queen, the best, whatever, you know, like there's so many things like that that makes them like so jealous and so competitive i i don't know i i didn't like comparing like the, the experience i had college university and the experience i had high school i would i would say i prefer university so much better for sure because i don't know like okay i don't know how to say this in english i'll say just a little <laughs> phrase in portuguese the the university is at Divisor de Aguas, so it divides so much the people that go to university in the U.S. They are way more educated. They know way more about the world. Like in my high school, nobody knew what Brazil was, where Brazil was, and it was the year of the Olympics, and people didn't know. So congratulations, American yeah. education for you people. <laughs> Geography is not. But that was back in Arkansas. So if you go to like the countryside of Maranhão, I'm sure people won't be super educated either. 
because so. I think the north of the of Brazil was one of the most knowledgeable in terms of politics and geography. I think that Could was be. that was actually a survey that that was the answer. <laughs> so they were mm -hmm. they were more educated than us here. So I don't know. I feel like I get your point 100%, and I'm skeptical about American education 100% as well. I'm a little bit because of the people that came to yeah. me and the discussion we had yesterday with Alison about Italian education and then Brazilian education and then Australian education. And the conclusion was that American schools were a little bit easier than the schools okay, yeah. elsewhere. Yeah, because you guys went. Yeah. yeah, it's not that, I mean, with so much partying, you have to have some, you know, room to actually yeah. to party and still get grades and overseas principally in Italy not so much in Australia Australia was also hard but Italy like we were talking to a friend yesterday and he went to Italy for, for um, university and he was telling us that he had to study like 15 hours a day to get like a passing grade yeah it, they're super weird yeah, there was one meal I had with one of the first group of people that I met in the university and he asked me if Christmas was in July, because that's when winter was. Mm, yes. Like, <laughs> it was oh, my mind. gosh. Which is crazy, because whenever I thought about Alaska, I just thought about snow. But did you go to prom? Yeah, I did. How was that? It was fun. It was it was really fun. It was it's kind of childish, the, the things are because the yeah. the high school I'm in Brazil is like 15 years old drinking woohoo and they're they're still kind of like conservative mm -hmm. so it was it was more like you know like oh let's dress nice and take pictures and that was it a little they played music for an hour something like that but it was fun it was a, a great experience you know to, but take to me around how was it like waiting for did you was just wait for someone to invite you to go to prom i i wasn't planning on being on getting invited or nobody inviting me like i didn't even think about it i i don't overthink i'm not a person that thinks a lot about yeah. stuff i just you know one day at a time and then one day it was valentine's day and i was super sick so i didn't go to school and then my host mom, uh, she came to me and she was like, oh, Weston's here. Weston was one of my friends from high school. And I was like, what is he doing here? And then I walked downstairs and he's like with this huge uh, teddy bear and with like flowers and chocolate. And he's like, will you go to prom with me? So he was waiting for me, like to ask me in the school, but I wasn't there because I was sick. So it was really sweet. That's yeah. a moment right there. That is so adorable. Yeah, it was so cute. Did you ever date a boy from the US? No, no, not in my high school. I went out with a guy. He was like a senior. I was a junior, but he was he was okay. He wasn't the <laughs> best. <laughs> it was all right. Was I it was American. <laughs> was it like a dinner date? Pretty pretty American thing. Go out to a dinner date, talk a little bit. Yeah, but we actually, we, he was more into parties. And then I started being friends with his friends. And then there was like some secret underground parties going on, like close to the yes. lake. Because we, we lived in a super rural area. So it was in the middle of nowhere. So it was fun. It was really fun. 
That's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. Did you get a limo to go to prom? Some people get a limo. No, no, we didn't get a limo, no. He came to your house to pick, up, pick you up with flowers. And a teddy bear. Not flowers, but with the... The, the, the boutonniere? Yeah. yeah. The, like, the one that you put in, in your wrist and yeah. you put in his suit. Yeah, you drink it was uh, at the God, that's so, so movie. I'm like, holy I alcohol, like I would not survive. <laughs> Probably not. No, because no. they have they have like a weird parties at the university what they called Crimson Nights, which was there was a show in the middle of campus, but like no alcohol served. Some people just got super turned up and went to it and were already super drunk, but they didn't have anything. They have wow. like free pizza and drinks and okay, we still know, that that but the yeah, you can pregame the friends and the the friends and the sororities. They have um, how do you call that? Um, I don't know. It's kind of like a prom that they have every spring that formal. you have to dress now. Oh yeah, formal. Yeah, yeah, yeah formal. I had two formal. formals a semester. Yeah, no, I only had one I had, a semester. I had one in the midterm and one at the end. We would call wow. it. Um, far out. I forgot. It was something like uh, as spring and autumn and winter it was like with the seasons, you know. Yeah. Would have the uh, end of season and mid season. Got um, it. Where did the people from Florida go to to formal? Because we usually went on winter. We went to Colorado or somewhere around there to go to Ski City, and cool. May we always went to Vegas, which was really cool. <laughs> I don't know. I think they went somewhere close there. It was, I think it was Clearwater, a beach close to Tampa. It's like in the Gulf. So it's super like turquoise water. It's it's really pretty. Hey, cool. Did you go to one? Yeah. No, no. But my friend is in a sorority. So she showed me the pictures and everything. But honestly, like Americans, some Americans are into the frat and, and sorority, but the Hispanic international community in general not just hispanics but like europeans that that are there like everybody they're not really into fred and sorority they yeah. think it's kind of like it is the, uh, stigma it, around it i only had american yeah. nobody I'm, curious. From the US. I'm very curious now that you said that to ask both of you i don't know if you would know the answer but i think you would did you have any black people in your yeah. sorority okay that's they, like yeah, we had a, there were, I guess, well, minority, they called themselves the NWA. I remember that, the, the little group of black people in mind, but we had younger ones come in la later. Do you know that? Do you have black people in sororities? They do, but very, very little, like very little in the university in general. That's a really big problem in the U.S. that I don't, I don't think they discuss as much as we talk about it in Brazil is the the like educational segregation that they have you know because you walk in campus you had people because people are more, more educated so they don't they eat healthier they exercise and everything but you don't see a lot of minorities either you don't see a lot of black people so interesting I'm, I've become a very critical person regarding that after I heard yeah. Biao's podcast. Well, That's like, very interesting. Gay people, yeah, none, non-existent, no none. fraternities, no. no, not at all, ever. 
Wow. No, yeah. To them as well, because there's a lot of stigma around it. And parties are usually like the dudes invite. There are some fraternities that allow other dudes to get in, but it's usually just the dudes in the fraternity and all the girls that are, that can make to the party. Wow. Not mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. They're very closed. Yeah, they don't let guys from other that are not from yeah, the fraternity. They don't. And sororities cannot throw parties. Sororities can't throw parties. Why? Because they just can't. That's it's weird. It's stupid it? room. They have super nice houses. They're ridiculous. They do. They have huge, beautiful houses. It's crazy. No, it's uh, okay. If I could give somebody an advice, it's go do high school somewhere else. Go outside the US. Don't go to the US. Go somewhere else. Go to Europe. Go to Australia. But do the university experience there. It's pretty cool. At least like an um, exchange program, you know, six months to see how a American university works because it's it's crazy. It's very different. Pretty cool. Yeah, that's fun. That was great talking to you. Mm-hmm. Got a lot of yeah. Very interesting. Thank you for participating. Thanks for, for your time. And everybody else will get this on Tuesday, two weeks from now. Yeah, one day you'll get this. It's gonna, it's coming. It's awesome. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you, guys. Yeah, thank you. Bye. Bye.